All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakened Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And if you are new to me, new to the show, new to my YouTube channel, please do subscribe. Please do watch all of the previous shows and, of course, all the live shows. All Just watch everything. There's so much wisdom. And it is my deepest wish, desire, and intention to bring forward to you these wonderful guest speakers who are sharing their experiences, their wisdom, their healing, their activations, their everything. Oh my goodness, they are amazing. And I'm so glad that I get to do this. I'm so lucky that I get to do this. Um, and, you know, we are here to thrive, right? As, uh, as beings on this planet, we are here to be enjoyed, to be abundant, to thrive, um, not just to survive. And so my deepest wish, desire, and intention is to raise the vibration frequency of all of us on these calls, the collective and the planet so that we can all expand in consciousness in love and in light. So again, thank you so much for being here and subscribing and joining us today. I'm so excited because we haven't had Michael on the show in a long time. So Michael R. Smith is here with us and we're going to be talking about unleashing your divine blueprint for next level service in the new era. And so some of what we're gonna discuss today is we're gonna learn what the divine needs from you starting today learn the number one way light workers can receive more abundance. We're going to learn how to discern what's your intuition and what's not. We're going to receive energy and inspiration as we connect to spirit live on the call. We are going to be taking live caller questions a little bit later. Um, and for those of you who do not know Michael, um, wow, it's been a while since I've spoken to him myself, but for nearly 20 years, Dr. Michael R. Smith's pioneering work to connect empaths and sensitives with their divine potential has reached millions. He's been very busy as a doctoral trained counselor, spiritual medium, and healing practitioner of indige indigenous energy medicine, Michael's great joy is to serve as a spiritual guide for those at all levels of awakening. He offers online intuition development classes like the Empath Academy, private mentoring, and the Empath Sanctuary member community. He lives in the mountains of Flagstaff, Arizona, where he enjoys hot yoga, hiking, and talking to the trees and mountains. I'm so excited that Michael is back with us. Michael, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, Alara, and and thank you all who are showing up live. Uh, I'm very excited to be here and to have a great conversation with everyone today and to see where where we go. Because what I love about you, Alara, is you're just like you're like I am. We just wing it. <laughs> we just follow the what, the breadcrumbs of spirit, and 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 we have no idea where we're going to go today, but we know that it's going to be good. Oh, absolutely. And yes, I, I'm always guided by spirit. Usually I listen. Uh, most times I listen. Sometimes I get sidetracked. But yes, you know, that is the way of life. And um, I know that you are um, very attuned to spirit and your own guidance from your guides, etc. So you're, you're, like, you're very well connected, I'm going to say. And you've been following that guidance for so long. I'm so impressed by all the work that you have been doing. Um, like I said, it's been a while since we've spoken, but you're still continuing to do the work. And you had messaged me and emailed me saying how, you know, I was still continuing to do the work as well. It's like, you know, amid everything that happens in life, it's like we are still being guided by spirit to continue our service work, right? Service mission work. So we all have different experiences, as everybody knows. Um, challenges, et cetera, changes, right? And so, but still we are inwardly guided by spirit, by the divine for our highest good. And so today, I mean, I know we're going to talk about so many different things, Michael, but uh, <laughs> um, I, I want to talk a little bit first about 
the divine and what does you know connection with the divine relationship with the divine mean for you and how can we learn truly what the divine needs from us well it's all about connection and that's what we're doing here today so this is this is where it's at in in this era of consciousness so much has changed since we last talked i mean it's probably been 2016 2017 yeah. was probably the last time that i was here and so much as you mentioned is alluded to so much has changed in all of our lives we're going to the next level and um so relationship with the divine is really simple it just is, is remembering to connect through each other because that's how we can amplify our divine connection is through each other which is so joyful uh, to do a community event like this and then connecting through uh, through meditative practice when we're by ourselves which is never we're never by ourselves which is kind of i laugh because it's an illusion right mm -hmm. and we all know that but it's just remembering to connect and and the divine the great thing that I've noticed, and I don't know if you guys have noticed this, and Alara, you may have noticed this as well, the difference between like 2016, 2012, when I first came on the show, is that it's like the divine is coming closer, uh -huh. closer than ever before to the point where we're having quicker manifestations, more sensitivity to other people, more sensitivity to the divine, a deeper ability to communicate, really to dialogue. And we're going to talk today about, you know, the different forms that dialogue takes, but that's really where it's at is just is, is knowing that we have friends on the other side. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the thing It's like, I've also found since 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, since then, my relationship with the divine has changed a little bit. It's gotten deeper. It's more refined. It's not as, um, it's not as clunky. It's, it's, it's kind of like an ever present force energy that's always with you. Right. And it always has been, but our focus has been on different things. And so even like with the divine you can call it source, creator, God, goddess, universe, whatever name you'd like to use, please, you know, feel free to use that. Um, but for me, it's that that divine presence is you, is within you, it encompasses all of you. So we are never separate, right? We are never separate, yeah. we're never disconnected. And then people, that's why I, I get really up in arms when people say, connect to the divine. It's like, you're always connected, but it's about your intention and focus. Are you having that relationship? Are you having that dialogue? with the divine on a regular basis every day. I'm not saying every minute, but, you know, recognizing that you're always being guided. And I know for myself, there were many times where I felt like the divine was like dragging me along. <laughs> you know, it's like, I didn't want to go. It's like, yeah. I, I'm not doing this. Oh, I don't want to yes. go there. But I was still dragged along in spite of myself, right? Which I'm so grateful for. Like, I'm, whew, yes, thank you so much. Right. So that that relationship is always going to be there and always it's always leading you and guiding you if we're willing to trust. And like I said, have that or like you said, have that dialogue and have that relationship. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're children and, you know, no matter how old we are, we could be the oldest, most Buddha like person on this planet. We're still going to be a child, a preschooler, yes. <laughs> you know, like or maybe if we're lucky by the end of our evolution, we get to first grade. But that's about it. 
folks. So my question for you is, Alara, how have you done that? You said that that you've become less clunky in your in your relationship and you've been dialoguing more. What? How, how do you actually do that? What's your practice and routine? Well, for, for me, pra- uh, the practice of meditation is key. It's really important, like sitting down and just being, right? So people get scared by that word still, you know, meditation. But having that, um, focusing on that connection, on that deep presence of the divine within me. And then, of course, when I'm out in nature, conversing with nature as well at the same time. That is, for me, is also an aspect of the, everything is, right? But I I find, and you know, I find that when I am outside in nature and I'm just enjoying the beauty or I'm enjoying appreciating and acknowledging everything around me, it's like I'm much more expanded and I'm much more present. So for me, presence, being present and presence is key. Uh, and then I'm, I haven't been very good at asking um, <laughs> for help or like, to, or like talking in that way. For me, it's always just been acknowledging the presence, feeling the presence. I'm a feeler, right? Yeah. So, but I don't always ask, hey, God, what should I do about this? I'm not good at that. I, uh, okay. <laughs> except, so for, here, except for emergency. Then it's like, okay, thank I, you. I need help. <laughs> I'm glad you're bringing this up because this is how we deepen our relationship. I would like to hear in the chat room from, from you guys who are listening right now uh, live. What is, the, uh, what, what is the reason that you don't ask for help? Because as empaths and sensitives and, and light holders and light workers that we all are, we wouldn't be here if we didn't fit at least one of those labels or categories we sometimes think that we have to do it all on our own. And many of us grew up in households as children being uber responsible. I know for me, that was my def. I mean, I learned I, uh, through my parents to be uber responsible and I got straight A's and this and that. And some of us have even more traumatic um, things happening where we have alcoholic parents and we have to take responsibility. And because of that, sometimes we forget that like, oh yeah, I've got this whole team, literally a team of, you know, we don't just have one spirit guide. We have many, many spirit guides and we forget sometimes to ask for help. So let's yeah. take a look at some of these comments here. I'd like to just get a flavor for, uh, for this. So Warren, um, I should know it because I'm the leader. Monica, I don't think my needs are important enough. Uh, Marcel, don't always think to ask, get absorbed in life, right? So remembering is really an important energy that we're channeling here today. Um, Tanya, I only ask for help when I'm in trouble. Why would we only help ask for help when we're in trouble? Because we think our egos, our Mm -hmm. egoic minds, we think that we got to do it all on our own. And the ego doesn't necessarily know about spirit. So what we're doing in the work that I do and the work that many of us are doing, we're, we're recognizing that we must ask for help. And that is the first thing that the divine needs us to do. They need, feel into that word, okay? (laughs) Here's the voice of the divine. I need you to ask me and us for help. Because when you do, I am able to open a portal a vortex of energy that comes down through your soul star chakra of wisdom, guidance, abundance, love, peace, and prosperity. That is what the divine needs from us. And that is so easy, is it not? 
So can I ask ask a question around that? So what do you, what do you, or what does the divine define as help? So if I'm saying I need help, what does help mean? Right? So for me, I'm, I get stuck in the how trying to figure it out. Like how, how can the divine possibly help me? Like, what do I truly need? And so then I come back to, okay, I'm good. I don't need anything. I'm fine. I can, I can, I can handle this. You know, that's what I come back to. Like I can handle this. I can. Well, you know that that's, that's not true. Yeah, absolutely. But my, my ego is very strong ego and independent. Right? Yes. And because I'm for, I've been forced to do things on my own, mm-hmm. you know, being responsible and I have to do things on my own. It's like and I'm like this with assistance as well. I don't have very many assistants because it's like, oh, my God, why would I need an assistant when I can do it myself? <laughs> That's a whole other thing. Right. It's like it's going to take me more time to tell an assistant how to do something than if I do it myself. I know it's wrong, but it is, it's still one of my um, hangups, right? So help, like, so when my husband first had a stroke or all that stuff, I asked for help. I said, I need help. I don't know how to get through this. I need help. Whatever's going to happen. I just need support with that. Whatever. I don't, it doesn't matter to me which way it goes, right? He was on the deathbed and like 50, 50 kind of things, like either way, whatever, but I need that support. So for me, support means, you know, an influx of energies to help me get through what I'm getting through. I like the word support better than help because it's like, uh-huh. maybe it's help. <laughs> I'm glad does that, that you, it does. And I'm glad you're recognizing that the word help. See, words can sometimes create blocks. Yeah. So for you, something happened in your life and we all have a version of, of, of Alara's word of help that we just like, mm, no, I want to do it by myself. That it triggers us. Yeah. And what we're recognizing though, is that we're really asking ourselves. We're not asking something external to us. It's, we all know by now it's in us. So would it change the relationship to recognize, would it, would it change things for you and us? This is a question for all of us. If we recognize that the truth is energy flows where attention goes. And when we put a focus on what we need to do differently in order to improve the things in our life that need improving and to manifest the things that we want to manifest. You know, maybe it's a new job, maybe it's a new relationship or light worker service or whatever it is that we're seeking. We just need to sit and connect to ourselves and our own heart for just a moment. So let's just do this just 30 seconds. Okay. Place your hand on your heart. Take a nice big inhale and exhale your human ego. Just imagine you're blowing it out of your body and your mind and your consciousness, coming into pure source awareness and witnessing our thoughts. Here we are together in this field of unconditional love. And from this place, this is where we ask questions, which is asking for help. Asking questions of your higher self is asking for help. And we're gonna take this little mini meditation energy, we're gonna take it deeper later on near the end when we'd stay till the end, because we're gonna do a powerful meditation where we're gonna go 5D, this is just the warm up act for that to get so you'll get answers at the end of the call today uh, about important questions and how you can manifest the things that you want and including answers and clarity to those questions. We'll get to that later. So stick around.
already that 30 second process brought mm-hmm. so much calm and right? peace and space. <laughs> it's all it takes, everybody. It's like we think you mentioned, Laura, this is such an important, I, I work with empaths. That's all I've been doing for the last 17 years is working with empaths and only empaths. And the one thing that I can say with some degree of assurity, which is pretty rare because there's not a lot that we can, is that a lot of us are intimidated by the word meditation. Why? Because we think erroneously that we need to commit to 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 minutes of ohm or whatever. No, it's so simple, you guys. It's like, we just did it in 30 seconds. So how easy is that? When you recognize that, can you take 30 seconds out of your day to connect with yourself, your divine self? You better believe you can wherever you're at. I was getting my tires changed at Big O Tires, which I don't recommend, by the way, um, a few days ago. And, you know, I sat in the waiting room and I was just saying my prayers in the waiting room. That's the kind of thing in this day and age, because we're all very busy people and we all have a lot to do and a lot on our plates. We're parents, we're lovers, we're friends, we're coworkers. And it's something as simple as that, that we, what we just did. Absolutely. I'm so glad you shared that because I, I keep saying it's so, it's so simple. It's like 30 seconds, like just taking a three deep breaths, focusing on your heart chakra, on your heart space and just being for a moment. And that is something that, you know, I, we can do anytime. Like you said, it, it doesn't have to be, you don't, you, you don't even have to close your eyes. I like to, but you don't even have to close your eyes. People don't have to know what you're doing. Right. But instead of being, it's no offense to anybody, but instead of being on your phone and, you know, doing social media while you're waiting for something, you can just do that. Connect with, with you, with your higher self, with source. Yes. And this is how we unleash our divine blueprint, which is the topic of today's, the rough outline of today's talk. When we connect in little moments throughout our day, what is the divine? What are our guides? What's their reaction to that? Bravo. They're sending us energy and this is what they're doing. Yes. Thank you for remembering to include me, us ancestors in your 30 seconds of meditation. Every single time we remember to just get present and put our hands on our heart. Your divine blueprint is being activated. What does that mean? It means that your truest essence not your egoic mind, not your wounds, not your childhood experiences, your true essence, which is an unbelievably enormous being of light. If you're on this planet right now, you have been here before. There are very few, if any, new souls on this planet. We, all of us here, we're soul family. We have been in other incarnations together. We have been around the block. And so you Every single time, even if it's 30 seconds and you feel like you're not getting any, anything other than like quiet, underneath the quiet, your guides, your higher self is pushing energy into your field and into our fields right now. Purest form of energy of you. When you do that, you cannot help but to remember who you really are, the essence of who you are, your past lives, all of the wisdom that you've gained from your past lives. And that has been a lot, all of us, many 
probably thousands and maybe even hundreds of thousands of past lives. That is that wisdom that you've gained descends into your energy field right now when we're connected in an intentional ceremony like this. So believe you me, <laughs> the ego is going to say, I don't have time to do 10 or 15 minutes of meditation. But what you do have time for is 30 seconds here and 30 seconds of there. And when you do that, you just grow and expand. You cannot help but grow and expand. And everyone can take 30 seconds to do that. I agree. Absolutely. And the thing is, you know, you might not feel anything, right? So some people are not feelers like yep. I am and Michael is probably, but just because you don't feel the connection doesn't matter. Just tell your mind, you know what? I'm doing it anyways. I'm doing it anyways. I'm going to do this practice anyways. It's 30 seconds. I can take time for myself for 30 seconds. I'm worth <laughs> 30 seconds. Yes. Um, and, and, and so sometimes our mind will say, because somebody in the chat just wrote that she doesn't, she can't connect that way. That is just the mind saying that you cannot connect that way. I exactly. don't believe, I don't believe myself that you can't. So I believe that when you continue to do that, you will start to trust in that process, right? Mm -hmm. And this is about trusting yourself and trusting that in the divine. And like I said at the very beginning, you're always connected. That is that you cannot be disconnected, mm -hmm. right? So if you tell yourself enough times, I'm always connected. Okay, sure. Okay, uh, got it. I'm always connected. So I'm just remembering. I'm just focusing my intention on the relationship, right? Just I'm focusing and I'm intentionally on the relationship with the divine. I'm always connected. I really wish people would get rid of that word you know, from the, our vocabulary about being connected or not connected. Cause I don't, I don't think it's possible. I agree with you. We're always <laughs> connected. It's impossible not to be connected. It's just remembering it's where we place our conscious awareness. We can place our conscious awareness in two places. We can place it on our mind, mm -hmm. which is what you're describing. Alara is, and those who believe that you can't connect, it's simply a lie because the ego is looking for sparks and fireworks and, great visions and, oh my gosh, I had an aha moment. That does happen on rare occasions. What is more likely is we get quiet for 30 seconds and spirit pumps energy into your field and into your subconscious mind. The, the subconscious mind, this is a very rudimentary, uh, the superconscious is up here. I've got an inverted triangle, superconscious, which is otherwise known as 5D or the divine. They program. Has anyone had the experiences of feeling or hearing audio tones in your ears? This is what happens when you feel or when you hear audio tones or whether you don't hear audio tones, the same process happens. They program it down into your subconscious, which is one step below the superconscious, and it's part of your higher self. Some people mistakenly believe that the subconscious and the unconscious are the same thing. And they're not. The unconscious is where your fears are stored. And that is part of your egoic mind. It is not part of your higher self like uh, the subconscious is. So when you hear those audio tones, and I'd love to hear if you've had that experience, type that into the chat box so we can get a flavor for how many of us are experiencing this. When that happens, they're programming information outside of your conscious awareness that at a later date will be revealed to you in an aha moment. But it does take some time from the time that that happens until the time that the information that they're programming you from your divine blueprint, 
from your divine blueprint, from your divine blueprint. It takes a while for that to become conscious for you and us to become consciously aware of that. So don't like take heart, everybody take heart. You, your ego is going to find ways to lie to you and say, Oh, I'm not getting anything. I'm not using my intuition. I'm not getting the visions, blah, blah, blah. I can tell you, I work with people every single day and they start out their sessions. They're like, oh, I don't believe I'm getting anything. By the end of their sessions, they're channeling my grandmother or channeling like, because we practice this in session. Right. And it's yeah. just, y'all know this by now. Come on, let's get yeah. real. <laughs> but but, but that, that's the thing. So, you know, people continue to ask, say that they're like, I'm not getting anything. I can't connect to my angel. I can't connect to my guide, etc. But the thing is, you know, I get those tones a lot as well. And I know at, at that time, okay, I'm, we're, we're, we're downloading, right? My higher self is downloading yes. information. Okay, so I'm just going to receive, right? And that's all I do. I just receive. And then, you know, within like five, five, 10 minutes later, I go about my business, you know? So I do like to take that time to just be still and quiet as I receive. And then I go about my business, but then I don't think about it and say, oh, I wonder what that was or well, let me see if I can figure out what that, I, I do not. I just like, okay, cool. I'm receiving. Um, because then as you're willing to receive it, it's integrating much more quickly and easily than if you are going into the questioning, like, oh, what was that? You know, like what's happening now? Like what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Right. So I think a lot of times we just get hung up on uh, ideas of, you know, we should be channeling, we should be receiving messages, we should be talking to the angels and guides uh, and hearing them a lot. I don't know, I don't hear myself, you know, like I sometimes see stuff in session, or I will get messages in session, or for myself, I'll get stuff randomly just when I'm like taking a shower, going for a walk. That's why walking is so important for me. Um, but I don't go searching. It's like, I'm, but I'm willing to receive. So that's another big piece, I think, is about the willingness to receive the information download guidance. Mm -hmm. Yes. We're, and we're receiving it in, in very, in ways that the ego does not expect. So when I left my body in 2014 and it was somewhat traumatic because my, my ego got like obliterated and um, it was a drug induced leaving of the body. And I saw, and many of us have had these experiences where we see everything all at once, how the universe really works. What I saw and this is going to trip some of us out, our, our egos. Okay. So I want to prepare our mental bodies for something that's going to be a revelation for us is that our spirit guides take human form and they're very, very sneaky because they don't want to attract the attention of our egos. So they often will take human form as like cashiers in a gas station. And I'm not even, I saw, I've seen this over and over and over. And so I'm planting the seed for us to become aware, to expect our spirit guides to interact with us in many, many different and unique ways, ways that our human mind cannot even comprehend. And that's one example of many. So if you want, if you would like to see more, okay, because the veils are lifting now, ask spirit right now raise your hand. Okay. And you might want to even type this into the chat box. I ask you guides. I ask you divine to gently without trauma, open my eyes to see beyond the veil a little bit. Okay. If you would like that, just put it into the field right now and just say, 
declare it to spirit. And you, that's exactly what you will get. And you will start to see and acknowledge the truth is that we are divinely protected all the time. And in particular, those of us that are wanting to serve at, serve as lightworkers or to serve on a deeper level, maybe not necessarily as a light worker, but maybe you want to take your gifts and use your gifts of sensitivity, spiritual sensitivity, empathic sensitivity. And this is where it's at these days. More and more of us are wanting and recognizing, wanting to, to use those gifts because we know that there is more to see. There is more to uh, different ways, new ways for us to serve. And so this is what spirit needs from us is to recognize that when we pledge to serve and use our gifts on a deeper level in new ways, then they say, oh, okay, well, I guess you're ready then. I'm going to start to show you more about how the universe really works because you're my partner now, right? And we are all in this together and we're all wanting to move and grow and evolve and expand including our dharma and our service and so uh, we are needed the bottom line is we are needed and when we declare as some of us have just done i want to see more that's exactly what's going to happen and you the universe will provide those invitations for us to serve in brand new ways that is beautiful. And I think that's something that we can do on a regular day, every day in the morning, be intentional about your relationship with the divine and of asking for, for that to actually see who and what is the divine? Like, like, what is this experience of the divine in my life? Like, make it personal to you. Don't just, you know, make it general and for the collective, make it personal to you. I really think having a personal relationship with the divine is so important. Yes, we all want to serve. Yes, we all want a greater uh, experience in life and we want everyone to be happy, healthy, wealthy, all that wonderful stuff. But I think it starts with you. Right? That relationship starts with you first and then it just emanates out, radiates out to everyone else. Um, so don't forget yourself, please. You are very, very, very important. And I think, I feel like sometimes we, I, I'm guilty. I, uh, <laughs> I do a lot for others. And then I, you know, I will finally eventually do for myself, you know? So it's like, you know, I also have to tell myself too, put yourself first, put yourself first. Right. So, uh, make yourself a priority. You are worth it. Um, so that is some wonderful comments in the chat. So yeah. many people are declaring that, you know, so I love that. So good on you. Keep doing it. Okay. Now, um, a lot of us are light workers. We are all, a lot of us are doing service work. I know there are many healers on these types of calls and a lot of healers are not having as much abundance as they would like. <laughs> so let's talk about that. And, and so, you know, we talked at the very beginning about asking for help, asking for support, asking the divine. So what, we can just ask the divine for, for more money? <laughs> well, of course, when nothing prevents us from asking for money. Usually, though, it's um, if we're not getting as much abundance as we, we want, is we're not holding up our end of the bargain in some ways. And there are usually some, again, these are unconscious blocks. Uh, and sometimes they're conscious blocks. But most of the time, they're unconscious blocks, and they start with our mental body. So I'll give you an example. I run a class called Soulpreneur Startup for 
uh, light workers that want to get their work out into the world. And one of the first principles of this class is that we need to, we're partnering with the divine, okay? And they need us to set aside and give over certain fears, the belief that we're doing it alone, the belief that we're not gonna, uh, worthy of abundance. Many of us have these blocks. Uh, feeling see, being seen is a huge one, right? Mm -hmm. We empaths were so sensitive to being different. We've been called names. You're a weirdo, or you're this, or you're that. And if we're not attracting the abundance that we want, we a we need to be patient because it will come with time, and it can come faster when we do two things, when we release the unconscious, truly release the unconscious uh, fears, especially the desire of being seen. If you are having difficulty doing a live video, for instance, or doing a video or, or letting people see your face, I mean, look at us, we, we've got cameras, most of the cameras are off. If you come to one of my classes, you're gonna have the cameras on. <laughs> it's a requirement because I'm the divine. Alara is the divine. I can see Jennifer. I can see, um, you know, uh, Karen. I can uh, I can see Destine. Okay, you, we're all the divine. We have this thing called mirror neurons in our brain. When we actually can see each other, we get more. We receive more energy in return. So I challenge, uh, or not challenge. I invite you. Okay, it's a gentle invitation to, if you can, turn on your camera. That's one way that you can step it up and receive more divine energy rather than hiding in the background because you've probably been told like i was when i was a kid that you're just crazy you're weird you're different and we now see i'm loving this thank you everybody for turning on your cameras what does that tell the divine i'm ready to be seen and therefore that equals dollar signs if you're a light worker. So the more that you're seen, even on a call like this, the divine acknowledges that and they're doing cartwheels and so am I. Thank you because now I can make a better connection with each one of you where I, it's much better to see your smiling faces than it is a blank dark screen. Does yeah, that make I, I sense that. everyone? Does anyone have any questions about that? I love that. Um, Karen put in the chat, people have judgments. So we turn off the computer so we don't feel the judgments. Okay. We are all light workers, people, light holders and light. You may not be professionally a light worker, but we're all of the light. We are not judging each other. We don't come to a call here to judge each other. In fact, we're all soul family. We are so similar in our, in our beliefs, in our perspectives, in our needs. And so when we allow the universe and others to see us, that is the missing link often to the abundance that we are seeking. Something as simple as just turning on your camera because it sends a powerful message. I'm either afraid of being seen in which your bank account will dry up or I'm allowing my, the universe to see me no matter what, knowing that I could potentially be judged but not on a call like this, uh, and that is the gateway to dollar signs and income. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is a no judgment zone. I mean, I think I've said that many, many times, there's no judgment here. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, yes, I have makeup on, of course, because, you know, yeah. um, but the thing is, I started doing videos 
Michael, I think in 2017 or something, because I got tired and bored of doing just audio. It's like, I want to see mm -hmm. people. I want to yes. engage. I find my energy is more interactive when I can see somebody than when I'm just doing audio. And, you know, there are still some speakers, some guests who do not do audio, uh, video, very few. But um, for me, it's, a, it's about, like you said, it's like, yes, I'm here. I'm present. I'm showing up. Right. And for a lot of us, we have to show up for ourselves, right? And as we show up for ourselves, the divine, like you said, it's seeing, hearing everything. So as we show up for ourselves, we're basically saying, I am important, I am worthy, I'm committed to my life, right? And so um, showing up on camera, if you can, great. If you can't, I get it. You know, you might not, you know, have the proper atmosphere around you, et cetera. Right, right. There's no judgment. If you, yeah. I mean, we all have free will, right? We can choose to keep our cameras off. No problem. No judgment. If your camera's off, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just inviting you into the notion that we need to step out a little bit outside our comfort zone. And that when we step outside our comfort zone and we tell the divine, all right, I'm going to face this fear. I want to take a class. Maybe I think that I'm not a group person. I think I'm worried about being hurt by others in the class. Not in my classes, not in Alara's groups. You're not going to be hurt. So we need to let go as empaths of this belief that we're somehow going to be hurt by the world because when empaths get together, the ordinary rules do not apply because we are being gifted with so much light that it's very, very rare for us to absorb or sponge another person's energy on a call like this or in my classes. It just, it may happen very, very rarely. And if it does, there's always a deeper reason why it happens because it's bringing up, many of us have what we call superhero conditioning. How many of you can relate to this? I need to rescue. I need to fix. I need to heal. I'm going to be a superhero. I'm here on this planet to help. And we just simply take it too far. Yeah. And so we need to just pull back into our own stillness rather than engaging with everyone and everything around us. And I, I understand there's a, that's probably the origin of why a lot of us kept our cameras off is because it feels nice to be um, by ourselves. But on a call like this, it's actually counterproductive because we are radiating divinity. When we talk, we're channeling the divine. We're not talking about our wounds right now. We're not talking about dark, dense stuff. We're talking about light. And that is what gets reflected back to us when we Absolutely. see each other's and our smiling faces. Yeah. And, you know, like sometimes when I do my own individual calls, not these show calls, you know, I like having people to engage with. I need that energy. I need that feedback. I need that interaction, right? For, yes. for me as well as, as, a, as a, a host, facilitator, et cetera. I need that interaction. Otherwise, it, you know, it just adds more. And of course, I've always, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, do what works for you, but just know that you are safe here. Okay. Um, so let's, and of course, I know that you all want abundance, right? So I just want you to take a moment and just type in the chat. Do you want abundance <laughs> in your life? More abundance than you currently have? I think most people will say yes, but I want you to type that in the chat. Again, that is you declaring to the universe. Yes, I would like more abundance. Okay. So just do the best you can. Oh, yeah, sometimes unstable internet, we can't use video. I we, we get it. Like I said, there's no judgment. There's always no judgment for everything. So having to feel like we have to explain ourselves, that's an example of that. And you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes we feel as empaths, just as a collective, all of us together, there's this part of us that feels that we need to explain. And if you that's a waste of energy. 
it is a waste of energy to try to explain yourself because if you feel that you have to explain yourself, you're leaking energy. So in the classes that I run, we get you empowered quickly and we get you to become aware of your tendency to try to people please. And that's an example of that. Even explaining, you know, why your camera's off. I don't care, nobody cares. I suggested that you turn your camera on as an invitation. And then what happens for some of us, we tend to think that we have to justify ourselves. That's a leaking of energy. So what we're learning to do is to, handle this type of energy about ourselves and come from our hara, our personal center of personal power and recognize that we are the creators of our own reality and nobody else. It, it, it doesn't even come into the equation. It's other people and the, their beliefs and their opinions of what they think about you cease to become relevant. That is true. That is true. I say that all the time. It doesn't matter what people think. I'm going to continue doing my thing. Right. So and if I could just add, Alara, when we're when we're talking about lightworkers wanting to make more income and, and get more clients, this type of a thing, how would it change your reality to know that you don't ever have to do selling? You don't ever have to sell anything, your programs, this or that. How would that change your, re your reality to know that, in fact, selling is counterproductive? So if you're one of those lightworkers that is just getting started, or maybe you've even been at it a while, and you just really get turned off with marketing. In my class, Soulpreneur Startup, we're going to completely redefine your relationship to marketing and you'll know and selling because you'll know that neither of them are required. The only thing that is required is sharing. Awesome. Thank you. Yes, I do not like selling <laughs> either. It's like, nope. Um, so we talked a little bit about intuition at the very beginning of the call, right? And so we all are intuitive, right? I, I would say we all are intuitive to some degree, but how can we, number one, uh, increase our intuition abilities? And how do we know what is ours and what is not? What, what's our intuition and what's just our mind or what's somebody else's stuff? Because like, like, like you said, you know, we are all empaths, so right? We're always picking up on everything that's going on around us. How do we know what's ours and how do we know what's not? Okay. Without going into protection. I don't want to talk about protection. No, we're not. Like... I agree with you. <laughs> There's no need for, for shielding and bubbles anymore. Not in this era. So let's just do an, an experiment, okay? Everyone close your eyes. And this is an example. Of, this is an answer to Alara's question. How do we improve our intuition? Okay, so we're going to do it right now. Close your eyes and just take a nice deep inhalation from Mother Earth. Ground yourself and pull up her nourishing, stabilizing energy that allows us to connect deeper and deeper. And we're doing it together and then exhale your egoic consciousness back into the earth. Just give it over for just a moment. Now, become aware of the energy that you feel and sense to your left, to the left of your body. Start with six inches from your aura and then move outward to a foot and then two feet 
Become aware of the sounds to your left. And imagine a big ball of light and ask the direction of the west, because that's what this is on the medicine wheel. We're working with the medicine wheel now. To your left is the west. Energy of the setting sun. What color does it appear to you? Breathe it directly into your heart with one deep inhalation and fill yourself up like a balloon. The energy of letting go, setting sun. And we declare here that we're letting go of all that we do not need, including our beliefs. Now move to the front of you, into the north. Same thing. Sense and feel the energy in front of you. This is your future. How do you perceive it and sense it? How does it feel? How does it sound? And what color does it appear to you? And then breathe that into your heart with one deep inhalation. And then exhale gratitude back into that ball of light, making it bigger in front of you. And then move to your right. Become aware. What is there? I'm curious. I want to know. I want to sense. I want to feel. I want to perceive. The east. The rising sun. New energy. And I place my intention into that ball of light. A couple of feet to my right. And then I breathe it into my heart to fill myself up with that intention for whatever I want to create that's new. And then I exhale love and gratitude and thank the East for knowing that when we pray in this way, all of our wishes come true with time. And now behind us, the energy of the South, what does it feel like? Is there a temperature there? What are the sounds? How does it feel differently? How does it appear as a color? Breathe that ball of light into your heart from behind you, the energy of the past, the south. Clearing anything from your past that you don't need and bringing in the energy of the innocence of the child when you were a child, when you were one or two or a newborn. You're breathing that in right now to your energy field. And then exhale gratitude for being alive, being supported, being nourished, fed, clothed, and being nourished with calls like today. And we send our gratitude to Alara. And then when you feel ready, come back to a regular awareness, staying in the connection, not leaving it. You're just focusing your awareness now back on the Zoom room. And we say, thank you. That is how we improve our intuition, is we get quiet and we listen and we sense and we ask, what is going on with me, this part of me to the left? to the front, to the right, and to the back. That is that type of awareness 
is what's needed in order to hear our intuition, to sense our intuition, and to know our intuition. So thank you, Alara, for asking that question and allowing us to deepen our connection together. That was awesome. Oh my goodness. Um, so many different sensations, awarenesses, so many different colors. Yeah, that was amazing. Thank you. How was that for all of you? <laughs> yeah. What did you sense? What did, what awarenesses came to you? Yeah. Uh, you know, like for, for me, it was like the, the past was heavier than, than the rest. Mm. Um, but at the same time, it was, uh, I'm grounded in the past, you know, so it also felt like a grounding to me as well. So it was, uh, it was interesting. Not, not, not bad. Just because it felt heavy does not mean it was bad. Right. So, yes. Yeah. You're becoming aware and that's the kind of awareness of, of our energy field that is being required of us in order to really, really know our intuition is to just become aware of ourselves and all of the parts of ourselves, our mental, our emotional, our physical, which very easy for empaths to go right up here into the safety of the head. That's one of the biggest addictions there is for us as empaths. We ping pong matches <laughs> go on up here far too often. And when we sink down into what we just did, then we become aware of the ping, ping pong match when it happens and we can choose something other than a ping pong match inside of our brain, our head. I'm a ping pong champion. <laughs> <laughs> Many of us are. I was a former ping pong champion. I've retired now, thankfully. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was funny. I, I never thought of it that way, but yes, that is definitely can be me at times. Um, but yeah, beautiful. I'm so glad that you all experienced that. So awesome, just be aware again, um, you know, like if you felt a tightening, if you felt a heaviness somewhere, just be aware of what that is for yourself. Okay. It's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a awareness. Okay. That's the key. It's awareness of, uh, what's happening. Um, but that's awesome. <laughs> that was a great process. I love that. I'm going to do that again, um, for myself. Cause it was, it was, it was good. Mm -hmm. <sighs> All right. So, um, I know we're, we're going to take some questions and all that stuff uh, a little bit later, right, um, Michael? But go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, I was oh. just going to, yeah, I mean, we got, uh, there's no time. So I'm happy to, we're happy to take some questions and yeah. Okay. So do you want to take the questions first now, or do you want to quickly just talk about the two packages that you're offering first? Uh, let's, I want to do a meditation to close. Okay. And it, it will be a little bit shorter than the one that we just did, um, but it'll add, it's an addition to what we just did. So okay. it'll take the energy that we're in right now and it'll take it deeper. So I'd like to close with that. And however we, you want to structure the call is, uh, I just want to do that at the very end okay, to cool. take us out into our day with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so we're, we're, we're going to be taking some questions. Now, I know, Michael, you wanted to share a little bit of, about what types of questions or um, some information about the types of questions? Yes. Okay. So when we ask a question, I would like to, uh, the best questions are those that aware new awarenesses that came up as a result of everything we've talked about today, everything you've experienced thus far, 
questions that are percolating, bubbling under the surface, not necessarily personal questions. Okay. I don't do, I, I do do readings, but I do not do readings here. Okay. And I'm not going to tune into you personally right now, but if you have a question that all of us would benefit from, because we're all here together, right. And we're all one about something maybe that is, doesn't quite make sense, or maybe you've got the edges of awareness of something, some new aha awareness kind of a thing, vocalize it, share it, because we all will benefit from, from your awarenesses. Or maybe something feels just, maybe it's not a question, maybe it's a statement, maybe something feels important to share and to vocalize and express now while, you're, while we're in this field together, because doing so is not only going to help you, it's going to help all of us to refine our awarenesses, okay? So this is the type of discussion that we want to have right now. Awesome. Thank you. All right. So with that, that being said, Tanya, what is your question? You, so if you want to raise your hand, uh, you can raise your hand or... Uh, like, you know, we want to have a discussion. So if you can raise your hand and be on camera, that'd be great. So Tanya, go ahead. Hi, Michael. Hi, Alara. Yeah, my question is, how do we ask for abundance in order not to get into the vibration of scarcity or luck? And um, not because if I ask for guidance, it's kind of clear. I don't ask for something like physical or something, you know, for my emotions or like a uh, thing or partner or uh, more money or thing. So how do we ask correctly in order to uh, receive and not to be in the vibration of scarcity? Okay. Um, correctly is a word that tells me that there might sometimes be a little bit of a block with you around that. Just the yeah. fact that you said correctly tells us a lot right my second language sorry <laughs> okay so um so that okay so what is it that you're seeking to manifest like what do you what do you want to ask for but i i'm seeking to manifest for example house right or more money so i can afford house that i want if or even buy the house, for example. Oh, are we? Yeah, we're, we're back. We're here. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know if you cut out or not, but okay. So here's what I would suggest. And this is really easy. This is for all of us. When we want to manifest, I heard you say, Tanya, a new house, maybe some more money. Here's the missing ingredient with the law of attraction. When we attach a prayer so that it's not just for us, we need to be very specific about what we're going to use the house for and what we're going to use the money for. So when we pray for, you know, the house, all we want to do in order to make that house a reality quicker is when we attach a prayer. I want a house divine, help me manifest a house so that I can serve others with great dinners. I can have people over. We can spread love vibrations. I can do retreats at my house. You see where we're going with this? Service is the missing ingredient for a lot of the law of attraction. You want a okay. new car, okay? The divine is not going to give you a new car uh, as quick as it will as if you attached a prayer to that car. I want a new car so I can serve you, divine, by going down to homeless encampments, uh, you know, driving an hour away and serving you that way. You see where we're going? 
when we, yeah. the missing ingredient here, Tanya, is just attach a prayer of service for you and for all of us that are listening to any prayer that you want. So that, that is a key phrase. I want, I would like to manifest a house so that I can serve you. And then each one of us will fill in the blank with our definition of service. That will bring money, houses, partners to you and us quicker than if we left that out, the service component. So that's a great question, Tanya. Thank and I you. thank you for asking on behalf of all of us. Yeah. I'm asking because a lot of people say that instead of asking, be grateful like you already have it. And I thought to myself, it is sometimes difficult to feel like you have something when you don't, you know? I mean, you have to be really in a right state of mind to... Yes. Uh, Okay, now this is coming you up, don't. right? So, Tanya, being in that feeling state, you're talking about, and that is a truth, okay? If How do we get ourselves into the feeling state over something that we don't have? We dance or we move our prayer. So we put on music, all right? We're all sensitive. And what we do, all the commonality among all of us is we, as empaths and sensitive, is we respond to what is around us. And if music and high vibrational music, whatever that definition is for you, if we put on music and we dance our prayer, that will bring us into a higher vibrational feeling state. So that's what I do every morning is I get up and I pray for you guys every single morning. I pray for my clients uh, and I do this all day, but I'm just saying, this is how I start my day. And you might want to do something similar. If you want to manifest a partner, a house, a relationship, a light worker practice, whatever it is, dance for 10 minutes in the morning with music and make that your prayer. Then you're pairing a mental intention with a physical act. And when we pair a mental intention with a physical action that makes us feel good, it could be yoga, it could be moving, it could simply be moving your arms around like this. That is how we get into the feeling state of what we want. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you. Thank you, Tanya. Awesome. Great question. Thank you, Thank you. All right, we're going to go to Sue. Sue, you want to um, unmute, unmute yourself? Hello. Hang on. Hang on. Hi. Hi. Hi how are you? Hi, Bob. I'm doing well. Hello. <laughs> okay he's helping me okay here's my question now i i'm thinking i'm getting some of the answer from what you've been saying i do connect with i just say i talk to god every day somehow or i just tell him how what's going on and what i want but i think in a way maybe i'm kind of doing it not the right way say what you want my husband will like go, no say what you want um i was a nurse I help people. I love that. In the meantime, I was in an auto accident, which kind of messed up my eyesight. I can't do that now. I lost my independence. How can I manifest to get back the eyesight so I can be of service again and help people, which I love doing? I really miss that because that was me. Okay. Uh, when I when I, when I hear you say that was me or that is me, that's what's causing you uh, some dissonance or maybe even some uh, a, a block there. Because right now you, so are you able to see, but you're just not able to see as well? Is that what you're saying? I cannot read right now. I cannot write. Um, 
my husband is actually, I call him my, my guide right now to help me with all this stuff. I can't really drive. The eyesight has just deteriorated to that point. I am now doing stuff to heal that and get it back. Okay. And what are you doing briefly, concisely? What are you doing without going into the full details? What, okay. what are you doing? I, I did a healing session with a gentleman. You're doing energy work. I'm doing energy work, basically. And let me ask you this. Okay, so in the energy work, I can feel and sense, and we can sense that you you believe it. So will you confirm to us, do you believe that you're going to be able to write, you're going to be able to read, that you're going to be able to drive again and see better? Do you believe that? If I'm really honest with myself, some days I'm 100% believing that. Then when I have the setbacks, I don't. And right now, my own worst enemy, actually, if I'm really being honest with my higher okay. self. Okay. And truth. do you believe that more day out of the seven days of the week, would you say that at least four of the seven days that you, you would, roughly speaking, believe that you can do it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's a yes. You believe it. As long as you're doing it more than 51% of the time versus... Okay. 49. If you say, if you had said, Oh, I only do it two days a week, then that's not going to work. You will not get your site back. But as long as you're committed, which I hearing, we are all hearing that you're committed, you're doing the work, you're taking actions. And as long as you believe more than you don't believe it will, you will get exactly where you need to be. And the journey of your soul right now, that is part of your soul contract is to learn about that process. So we're all here for the journey. And your journey right now is learning how to deal with these setbacks. And you're, you are coming out of it stronger. You're gaining incredible amount of wisdom, tenacity, resilience from all of this thing. And that is a miracle. That is a miracle. And that will guarantee that it will come back. Your only task, and this is for all of us, not just for you, Sue, but for all of us, is to be patient while the energies get orchestrated on our behalf. Spirit is pulling the strings for you. And believe you me, they are assisting you a thousand percent in your desire to do all of the things that you used to do before. It will come back. It just patience. So thank you. Patience. Okay. Thank you. My husband is sitting here going, in other words, I've been hearing that word a lot from him. He goes, you're not listening to them. They're telling you patience. Patience. You don't have that. <laughs> you, you, you do. You're learning it right now. You're actively learning patience. Yes. Yes. Patience and, and keep that. believing. So mm-hmm. right. you're right. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. That's why I was meant to hear this today. It's for my own, for everybody else who might have the same thing, but for my highest good right now, I, I know that I'm on the right path and what I'm doing is the right thing. Yeah. Awesome. Amen. Thank you, Sue. And Beautiful. thank you for picking me. I really appreciate it. And blessings to both of you for all your wisdom and helping me out recently. Thank you. Sarah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We're going to go to Linda. Linda Phillips, I guess it is. Linda, one of my wanna... favorite people. Hello, beautiful. Hi. I just have a share, a very uh, a good surprise for me when we're doing the meditation and we were going in the direction of south and the color I got was clear and the movement was water and it was beautiful. And I think 
I think we tend to think of our past as horrible. So at least I, I always have. So to feel, to see, have all the, the, the temperature was cool, the air was clean, it was water, it was flowing, and it was clear. Mm -hmm. So that was a great surprise. Just wanted to share. I'm so happy that you shared and you experienced that because it's a surprise. And when we truly humble ourselves and get out of our ego, we can't be anything other than humble when we are out of our egoic mind. When we humble ourselves and surrender the illusion of control, then we get those surprises that you're talking about, Linda. And you had a lot of them when you were in Sedona and as we all did when we were there. And um, so thank you for sharing and giving that testimony for us because this is something that we can all look forward to. Thank you. Surprises, pleasant surprises, not bad surprises. <laughs> Thank you, Linda. Yes, pleasant surprises yes. for sure. Um, there was something I was going to say just really quickly. We're going to go to, oh, I'm going to, you're going to, I'm going to say your name wrong, but we're going to get to Jadwiga. I'm sure I'm saying it wrong in a minute, but um, you know how you mentioned about the, how spirit guides take form in our lives, mm -hmm. right? I remember uh, going through a difficult time and there was, uh, a person who entered my life for a very short period of time. She entered my life. I went through the experience that I had to go through and then she was gone. And I always felt like that was um, uh, divinely uh, guided, divine help, right? Divine presence for myself, right? And so um, I, 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 I'd never heard of that before until you mentioned it, Michael, that spirit guides take form in our lives. But yep. when you said that, it's like, oh, yeah, that makes, uh, that makes total sense. I remember, <laughs> I remember many instances like that. So thank you. Thank you for, for sharing that. And, you know, others may also um, have that experience, too. So just wanted to share that really quick. Yes. And, you know, uh, if we want... We asked earlier, one of the things that we can expect is, is if we ask from a humble place of humility, not a place of ego, because we want to see something cool, be, there, what's the reason we want to see a spirit guide in human form, okay? The reason should be something along the lines of, because I want to grow in my understanding of spirit so that I can share it in the wisdom and the truth of our existence with others, as I'm doing now. I, I'm sharing this something that happened to me that affected me very deeply. It was very painful, actually. It was not easy to see how things really work. My mind was blown. It was, it was my trauma came as an adult when that happened. And some people call that a spiritual emergency, is something along those lines. And as long as we want to see our spirit guides in human form, not because it's just cool, as long as we're going to take that knowledge and share it from a place of humility with others, then that's the key to making it happen. So you really need to, we need to get really real with ourselves. And um, as long as the reason and the intention is coming from a good heart, then it'd be more, more likely to happen. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Same thing as wanting to see a UFO. Right. Same thing. Right. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, I, so we can share the knowledge about yeah. the truth. Yeah, not just curiosity, you know? Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, oh, sorry, Sara, go ahead. Do you wanna unmute yourself? Thank you so much. Um, in listening, I am struck 
with something that um, I've been told that contradicts what you're saying. So I thought that would be a fun question. I've been told that I'm way too much about taking care of everybody else. You know, that like I wake up every morning and I do a distance Reiki healing on thousands and new people keep coming in all the time. And um, one angel reader said, and you can't even get up in the morning without doing a healing on all those people, can you? And I said, no, I can't. <laughs> even if I want to get up or I have something to do, it's like, I have five minutes for this, you know, I can. And so having recently been in a very serious um, accident and landed in the hospital, um, I was told recently, stop trying to heal everybody else. You know, you really need to concentrate on yourself and not be doing that. So I'm kind of in the middle of it. I'm always wanting to heal other people. And then I'll think, but, but when I do those Reiki healings, I do include myself. Um, so, you know, just that. And if so, I were to have, and if I were to have a spirit guide appear in my life, I would be so filled with magic. I would probably explode. So, just to you know feel that much love and that much joy would just be you know delight that's indescribable so that's how i would take it um what you said is complementary to, to what i said it's not uh, contradictory at all because what i'm hearing you say is that you're recognizing that you have a need for balance and you're recognizing that you sometimes will put other people before yourself and I'm hearing you say that it's time for you to take the power back for yourself and find those moments where you're not always thinking of others. And so for you, it's just a question of, and for us, it's always just a question of tweaking what we're doing. We sometimes go over on the pendulum of serving too much. We can do that or we can serve too little. All right. And for you, it's serving yourself now rather than others. It's the focus temporarily for the, for the time being anyway, is to remember that it's time to serve you. And um, so there's, it's not a, it's, um, it's complementary to what we've been talking about and you're adding a, an important truth to the conversation. So thank you for bringing that up. Okay. I also want to tell you that two nights ago, I had a Kala Yuga dream and we were all together and designing new clothing. And there's a specific song that came and I recorded it. Um, and I love being in those kind of groups and I love being in this group and yet I live a totally isolated life. So thank goodness for distant Reiki and energy so I can feel one with the universe. And thank you so much. Mm, thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Awesome, thank you, Sarah. And yes, we are never disconnected. We're always together. So you're not alone ever, you know that. All right, so I know that we are going to be doing a meditations in a, in a minute, but before yep. that, I want to quickly talk about the, the special offer. So I'm gonna share my screen and I hope I do it right. So we'll find out in one second. Um, one second, let me share my screen. And I'm curious to see what's gonna happen when. Oh, one second. I'm always too quick. It's like, Okay, so Michael has um, two packages, two offers. There we go. You should be able to see my screen now. One is the Empath Academy five-week live online empath training program, and then the Solopreneur Startup eight-week intensive that Michael talked about as well. 
So uh, on the special offer page, if you just click on the button here for learn about Michael's package A, there we go. You should be able to see uh, and get so much wonderful information about the Empath Academy, which is starting in August. So Michael, do you want to just share a little bit about the Empath Academy and then hopefully you'll be able to share the Soulpreneur as well? Yes. So Empath Academy is, is, is continuing the discussion of a lot of what we talked about here today. It's a five-week online spirit intensive, and it's going to help you do two things. Number one, let go of the BS, <laughs> like let go of your blocks, okay? All of the limiting beliefs, I'm not worthy, this or that, from other places and times to finally let them go. What makes our program successful is it's a spiritual ceremony. It's a vortex of energy. We connect to the divine and we stay in a vortex for five weeks. I pray for you every single day while the class is running and that we have miracles happen because of that reason. And we're all praying for each other. So your classmates are going to support you. So not only are you going to let go of the blocks, when you do let go of the blocks, what's left in its place, spirit communication direct spirit communication, understanding, getting messages from your guides, clear wisdom, clear guidance, clear messages, and clear intuition without doubting it, trusting your intuition. We practice intuition development exercises every single week for five weeks. So those two things, letting go of your blocks and then connecting to spirit are what creates miracles. And that's the Empath Academy. And it starts on August 2nd. So coming up here very shortly, you've got about a little over another week to register. Would love to have you in the class. Yeah, and there's lots of information here. So please take a look at it. Wonderful testimonials as well. People who have gone through the Academy, uh, the schedule is there. So please do take a look at that. And I'm going to try and share with you um, the Soulpreneur startup as well. Give me one second. Hopefully I will do it. Oh, yes, I can. Awesome. And so then the package B is the Soulpreneur Startup. And I know so many of you are healers, uh, light workers who would like to have your own light worker business. Um, so this uh, is an eight-week intensive for light workers ready to share their gifts, launch a spiritual business, and make an abundant income. We talked about abundance earlier. And yes, it is possible for you. Yes. So if you're if you're vibing with me, if you're vibing with my you know, energy. Uh, what the concepts that we've talked about, either of these programs would be good for you. And if you're specifically wanting to start a light worker practice to start one or to take one that's been recently started, maybe, and you want to deepen it, this program is also, a, would be effective for you. It's eight week modules. You take one week and then the next week and the next week. So it's digestible. It's not overwhelming. We, we make it so that it's not overwhelming and the outside of class assignments are very, very gentle they're about maybe one hour a week. So it's not going to overwhelm you. Hopefully you'll be able to fit it into your, well, not hopefully you will be able to fit into your schedule because I've designed it to be something that anyone can fit into your schedule. And it's for letting go of the blocks to being seen, defining a new relationship to money, helping you define your niche, who your people are, marketing yourself in a way that doesn't feel icky or <laughs> feel like selling because it has nothing to do in this day and age, your people will find you and resonate with you based on your unique vibration. And as long as you are feeling like you can unleash your true story and your true self, and you can share via writing or, you know, uh, maybe an occasional video here or there, then that's how you're going to get the income and the clients. And so no selling, 
no real marketing. You know, I do encourage you to step outside your comfort zone and define a, a, rela a healthy relationship with social media. You don't need to do social media. And we all can find our own, take our own power back and define a he healthy relationship to marketing, media, this type of thing, so that it doesn't feel overwhelming and draining like may, it may have done for many of us in the past. I give you new ways to look at it and, and reframe so that you can really um, step out and grow your service, expand your service in much more, in a much deeper way that feels more aligned to who you are as a person and doesn't drain you. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. And that's the thing. It's like, we don't want you to be doing, going from soul sucking work to, you know, draining work. Yes. That's, that's not what, um, it, that's not what the new reality is going to be for us. Right. It's about joy yes. and sharing yes. and sharing wisdom and experiences, et cetera. So these two programs are both available for you. Just click on either one of those on the on, on Michael's um, offer page. And there's some wonderful testimonials here from so many people who have taken both of the programs that so you can take a look at those as well. And um, again, Michael has been doing amazing work for the past 20 years with empaths, with uh, solopreneurs and just his own healing work. Um, working with the divine and intuition, et cetera. So please do take advantage of those two programs. They were, one is starting uh, beginning of August and the, and the other one is starting later in August, I think, right? Yeah, the Soulpreneur is a self-paced, but it's also hybrid. So we, there's a live component. And right now we have two live calls. Uh, and what I'm going to wind up doing though is I'm going to be adding more live calls. I'm probably going to be adding them once a month. So if you sign up for the Soulpreneur, can't promise it to you yet, but it's on my radar screen to just add calls pretty much every month that you awesome. would be invited to. Awesome. No, that's great. And having the live interaction, I think is so important for people. Yes. You know, Cause yeah. you got to get, I work with you personally in those calls. So even though it's a group call, um, I spend time with you before in meditation getting information from your guides, your soul, this type of thing. And then we work it out in the coaching, uh, the live component where I work with you personally live. And that's okay. very important. Awesome. Nice. Wonderful. So again, those two are available for all of you to check out and choose which one resonates with you. Okay. Cause it is our, it is, I was, it is our time, it, but it's always, I find it's easier now for all of us we're being called more and more to do the service work, to be in service to spirit. That's why we are all here, right? We're all here to do that service work. So doing whatever lights you up, right? So it just depends. Our work is not all going to be the same. Not all of you are going to be telesummit hosts or healers the way I am, but you know, you're going to do things your own way, but we all are needed um, to step up, to show up, to commit to our lives and commit to our service work with the divine. And um, so that's huge. So thank you for sharing that, Michael. So uh, if and, and if anybody has any questions about any uh, about any of that that we just discussed, those two programs, feel free to type it in the chat. But I know that we want to do a, a short meditation as well to build on what we did earlier yep. in the call. Yeah. So let's go ahead and just plant your feet on the ground. And how about let's start out with just a hug of ourselves and you know we can never get enough of oxytocin right and when we hug ourselves like this that's the hormone that gets released so just hug yourself and say thank you to yourself i'm proud of you 
and then fill in your name. And I'm ready to learn more about you, who you really are. Okay. So let's take a nice big inhalation from mother earth, from a ball of light beneath your feet and breathe it up as high as it'll go. And then exhale your human ego, anything up to this moment other than the present moment, just exhale that. And then take one more deep inhalation, opening up a connection deeper and stronger to the spirit world. We are setting the intention for guidance, wisdom, aha moments to receive energy and wisdom. Exhale gratitude back into Mother Earth. And we say thank you, Mother Earth, for serving us today and connecting us in a very deep, profound way. And now we call on the divine masculine above, our soul star chakra above our head, a sphere of light two feet above your head, colorful sphere of light above your head, breathe it down into your heart. And then exhale back into mother earth, strengthening the connection and the circuitry. Gratitude to mother earth. She's the way we connect to the divine. And take one more deep inhalation from above, suck it down into your heart. And then exhale, love back into Mother Earth for the nourishment, the strength, and the stability that she brings in this moment. We call on our ancestors. We call on our guides. We call on all of our loved ones in spirit to be with us. We are praying for you, with you, and we affirm and we thank you with gratitude for you praying with us in this moment so that we may serve each other, ourselves, and all of the collective. We thank you in advance, spirit, guides, and higher self for answering questions that we are about to ask. And we set the intention to receive guidance, clear guidance in wisdom, in the energy that you send to us right now. Show me how I look when I'm radiating my truest essence. I'm asking you, Spirit, to show me what my face looks like to myself and to others when I'm radiating and glowing with the divinity that is inherent within me. And I'm enjoying this deliciousness. And I thank you for showing me my truest uninhibited essence of pure source. And I pledge to you to connect to you more like this. I ask you to show me and to show us that in order that I may deepen my connection and my service to you, what do you need me to release? 
What do you need me to give over to you right now? Whatever is popping up, I'm placing that in the hot air balloon to you, breathing it and exhaling it over to you right now with our intention. And we thank you for taking this energy from us so that it does not bother us or block us any longer. Bilamayaye wopila, gratitude, thank you. We inhale directly into our hearts now, your purest love vibration. We breathe it into our hearts, filling ourselves up even more. As I witness myself, I ask you to share with me what creative new ideas are you asking me to explore and to take action upon so that I may create an energy vortex in which you will support me, move me, and grow me? What are those ideas that I have been procrastinating on or ignoring that you've been trying to tell me to take action on? so that I can open up the floodgates of abundance in all areas of my life. And we set the intention that these, this clarity, this wisdom you're offering to us will be revealed to us most fully in our everyday life outside of this call we set joyful expect expectations. Who are you asking me to forgive? Who do I need to forgive? To bring the energy of unconditional love, acceptance, surrender to. We place these people into the field of love right now. And finally, who needs my prayers? I thank you, the divine, for blessing these people that we place into the field right now. Those people in our lives, our loved ones, friends, even our enemies who need love. And we ask you, divine, to bless with a symbol of love that we co-create with you. We are sending a symbol of love through you to those people right now. knowing that we are healing the collective and up-leveling our love vibrations and consciousness. And we thank you with all of our hearts for the energy, the wisdom, the clarity, the love, and the guidance. And we affirm it. And so it is. Namaste. Amen. And we ask to stay in this vibration for the rest of our day to move with deliberation, with move with intention, and to move slowly as we channel this energy, knowing that we're
been, we've been blessed and everyone around us is going to feel this for the rest of our day because of this 5D spiritual energy. So drink a nice big glass of water when we're leaving here and move slowly. Awesome. Thank you so, so much. That was beautiful. So powerful. So beautiful. But yes, we definitely want to carry this energy with us for the rest of the day. So I'm going to just let you all be. Thank you, everybody, for all your comments, questions, feedback. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for being present. Continue to stay present in this energy. And until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Thank you so much, Michael. Thank you, Alara. And thank you, everyone. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Exactly. Bye, everyone. See you tomorrow, 10 a.m. Bye.